Hello everyone, it's Johnny Woodson, City Hustlers, coming at you with another episode of Let's Talk eBay. Uh, today, we're going to go over uh, my weekend sales. Of course, we'll go over that. Uh, we're going to go over some eBay news, and we're going to go over our weird listing of the week. But first, we're going to have a reseller on, and we're going to go ahead and interview him and get his story, his journey, and let's, uh, let's talk to him right now. Hello, Stephen. Hey, Johnny. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well, thanks. Hey, you're on right now. All right. All right. Uh, how's it going over there in Henderson? Oh, pretty good. Pretty warm still. <laughs> like you know, always. Uh, you said on your Instagram when I was uh, DMing you, when I first uh, DMed you, you, uh, you just moved to uh, Las Vegas area, right? Yeah, the beginning of May, I moved here from Michigan. Uh, that must have been... Uh, quite a, I would say a culture shock as far as weather and people, right? Yeah, it's definitely quite different. Um, I lived in a, a town, I wouldn't call it a small town, but I lived in a town where we had about, I'd say maybe 30,000 people. Oh, okay. Now yeah. you moved to a big old city of what, like two and a half million people? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So uh, how do you like living here so far? You've been here for, you've been living here for how long now? Uh, three, well, let's see, I moved here beginning of May, so almost three months exactly. Okay. Um, ne next week, it'll be three months. So, uh, so far, I love it. I, uh, the sourcing opportunities are amazing for work, and I love, I, I actually like the heat. I mean, maybe not 110, 120, but I like right. the heat. I just, uh, the only thing so far that bothers me still is my eyes are still struggling to adjust to how dry the air is. Yeah, that, that takes a while, but uh, <laughs> I don't mind the heat either. Uh, it's the um, humidity I can't stand, it, you know, with the heat. Yeah. Because, you know, my full-time job, I work outside, so it's just, it's just, you know, not good for me. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, how long have you been reselling? So I just, I just got an email when I got back from eBay Open on July 26th of last year is when I started. Okay. So it's been almost exactly a year. Almost a year. Yeah, they sent me a nice uh, happy anniversary message. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I I'm going on uh going on my eighth month now. Probably be eight months in the twentieth of next month. Oh, nice. That's my birthday, the twentieth next month. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I didn't I didn't go full time though until December. Oh, okay. So you were part time till then. Yeah, yeah. Basically, I played around with it. July of last year, I only listed a couple things to play around with eBay. Um, and then listed a few more in, in August. And then by September, I knew I wanted to do this. So then I started really hitting it and from and, September. Uh, yeah. What did you do before you started uh, a full-time business on eBay? So I've had over 50 different jobs in my life. But what I was doing at the time was I was delivering mail for the post office. I was a rural route carrier. Okay. And uh, yeah, I love that job. Actually, if I could do both somehow, if I had enough time in the day, I'd do both jobs. But obviously, I don't have that much time. Right. See, I'm I'm kind of the opposite. I mean, I don't I I like my job, but I'm I want to go full time eventually. And you know, so I'm only been at it for almost eight months. So I'm hoping sometime next year, 
well, I have enough active listings and enough inventory and enough capital where I can go full time, you know? Yeah, that'd be great. The, the freedom it offers doing this kind of job full time, like being able to, you know, work whatever time of day you want to is just amazing. Yeah, that's, that's what drives me to, to go full time is just, you know, do everything on your own time, you know, source, you know, you got to have a regimen, of course, when you, when you're, you have your own business, but you do it on your time, you know, you're, you're your own boss, you know? Right. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I have a daily schedule, but it's pretty much up to me to uh, set it and, and live up to it. Right. Um, I got a couple of questions. Uh, sure. How did you first discover uh, selling on eBay or making an eBay like an e-commerce business? So many, many years ago, I bought and sold stuff on eBay, but more like as a hobby when I was into um, Atari 2600 systems. And then I collected Pez dispensers many years ago. And so I knew about eBay and I had bought stuff and sold stuff, but really what got me into considering it as a job was last summer when I was working for the post office, I wasn't full time yet. And so I needed to find a side income. And what I was doing was I was uh, dumpster diving for scrap metal and taking it back to the recycler. And, uh, okay. Yeah. And then, so what happened is I was trying to figure out how to like divide the metal so I could get more money. And so I went to YouTube and started watching videos like, um, uh, taco stacks and Tucker upper and some of the dumpster guys. And I ended up, I think it might've been, it might've been, um, man, it's so hard to remember back. It might've been rockstar picker, but I can't remember who was the uh, first person I saw or bin pickers maybe who were just, who were doing clothing and uh, like bin stuff. And so yeah, it was just kind of like the, I went to one YouTube video, which led me to another. And, you know, I spent probably three months watching up to six hours of videos a day before like really jumping into this thing. Yeah, it was almost like like what I experienced when I first started uh, reselling or just discovered reselling is as I flipped through, I was flipping through YouTube and I wasn't actually looking for like reselling stuff. I accidentally clicked on it. I believe it like an Amazon ad or something on there. Uh, yeah. Ended up watching it. And then, you know, the videos that come that recommended afterwards. Um, right. Afterwards, it was like uh, Reezy Resells and, you know, Nicole State and yep. stuff like that. So I started watching them and it really caught my interest. And, you know, yeah. just from then on, it just kind of bloomed into, you know, I wanted to do this for myself. It's Isn't it awesome? I mean, there's so many people. I probably watch about 40 different people right now. And there's just so many people out there doing this that you can learn from that. It's just amazing. Yeah, especially the ones that, that have been doing it for a while. Like, uh, let's say a Reezy resells. I mean, he's doing it for, you know, what, like 13 plus years or something, you know. And, you know, you know his knowledge is, is really I mean, he does a lot of Amazon, and he—I think he's just started doing some eBay stuff too. But uh, that guy is really smart, man. It's just real, real savvy, and uh, I love his videos. Yeah, Reezy. I know Raken Profit's been doing it for a long time, and uh, yeah, Craigslist Raken, uh, Steve Raken, yeah, yeah, Steve Raken and Craigslist Hunter, Global Voodoo. I mean, there's some people on there that have just been doing this for man, uh, twenty years. Hustler. Yeah. Um, what are your goals? Uh, as far as uh, running your own uh, business on eBay, what is, what is your ultimate goal for this? So I have a couple um, short term or like, you know, maybe three year, five year goals. And then I have some long term goals. And basically my first goals are to pay off. I have a, I have a huge student loan debt to this day. And uh, I mean, still in the six figures. And so my first goal is to be able to pay that off. 
Okay. Um, and then from there, I, I really just want to build this business to something that um, will is, you know, will sustain me something that I can, you know, I don't know if retire from is the right word, but just something that I can own my own time and travel if I want to, you know? Yeah, I know. I totally understand. I, I have yeah. almost the same. I don't, you know, my ultimate goal is to go full time and, you know, whatever I'm making off this business, I can, you know, free, you know, travel freely and, and, you know, do a lot of things that you couldn't do working at like a corporate job, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I've thought like my dream would be to live in an RV and run this business around, you know, driving around the country, but I don't know <laughs> if that's really sustainable. <laughs> that's pretty awesome though. I like that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how that would work with like internet and all that, but <laughs> yeah, I know that would, be, that would be tough. Yeah. Um, how can people find you on social media? Uh, so, <laughs> so, so I am not very tech savvy and I laugh because I tried to set everything up to have the same name and I failed remarkably. <laughs> <laughs> what is your, uh, what is your Instagram so, handle right now? So my Instagram in eBay are the same. It's thrifterx. It's T H R F T R X. So it's basically thrifterx without any vowels. Okay. So people can um, find you with that name, right? Yeah, and I and or thrifterx.com, which actually leads back, I think, to my eBay store. Okay. Um, and that, and that's the like that's that's what I was trying to brand everything as because I'm trying to build a brand as well as you know, um, just being a reseller. Is that another goal of yours, just to have your own label or something? Yeah, I don't really. I have never looked into the private label stuff that people talk about, like with Amazon. And I know that you were talking about with uh, was it Yadira that you interviewed? Yeah. Um, two weeks ago. Yeah. And so I've never really looked into the private label, but I definitely want to create a recognizable brand. Um, I really think as I continue reselling, I will, I will get into a groove of what I want to resell instead of right now, I'm just an opportunist where I sell everything. Yeah. And so once I get it narrowed down to what I want to sell, hopefully by branding and having a name that will bring repeat, you know, repeat business. Right. That That's pretty cool. I, when I first, Again, when I first started uh, researching whether I really wanted to do this or not, I actually looked into private labeling, and I I even you know downloaded you know Alibaba, and I was you know, I was contacting wholesalers in China and everything, and and uh, I go you know what I, I think I need to build up some capital first before I do any of that, and that you know that's where eBay came in, you know, so that's you know reason why I'm doing used clothing right now, and I do have some shoes and and some hard goods, but. Uh, just trying to build that capital just so I can, you know, it can go into Amazon, maybe private label down the line. That's, that's smart. Build it, you know, because there's no rush. It's going to be, you're going to be able to do this business forever. Yeah. Yeah. It's not going anywhere. Now I was looking at your Instagram. Uh, Did you attend eBay open? I did. Yeah. I intended to eBay open. What what was your take on that? Uh, I loved it. I mean, I'm, there's part of me that's a natural cynic. So a lot of times I go into these events and I'm not expecting much at all. <laughs> yeah. But, but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Low expectations, which, which is good. Um, but there was, you know, it was really cool to be able to talk to people, you know, that worked for eBay and directly face to face, ask them questions. Um, you they, know, they had you know, a bunch networking of- with other resellers and, you know, trying, yeah, trying to pick yep. their brains and stuff like that. Yeah, that was cool too. Meeting a lot of other resellers. And I think one of my favorite parts was, so there was a lot of resellers there who I've watched on YouTube for, you know, since I started. Yeah. 
And to be able to have the opportunity to go up to them face to face and just thank them for the content they create. That to me was just, just awesome, you know, because they don't know they're helping me. I'm sitting here at home just watching them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Same thing with me. I mean, I, I, I know Nicole States is is a a huge, it was a huge influence on me when I first started uh, because Mm -hmm. of her knowledge of clothing and she, I guess she closed up shop on her eBay and she's all in on Poshmark. So um, I know oh, she wow. had a video out where she kind of explained why she's not on eBay and she got an email from eBay and they wanted her to, uh, uh, to speak at the eBay open, but she declined. So, I mean, there was a big controversy over, you know, eBay and her, and I don't know the full story, but that's one of the, the YouTubers I really wanted to meet and Reezy, uh, but I know he's a lot more Amazon than eBay, but I'm hoping one of these days he's going to attend eBay open. And I'd love to meet that guy. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, I, you know, with all that drama stuff, I just stay out of that. It's not worth it. Yeah, me too. That's why I don't know too much about it. I just stay away from it. You know, yeah. I just, I try to stay, you know, around people who are just positive about the business and, and who are positive about reselling and having their own business. And, you know, all this drama with, you know, with all these other resellers, I just, I, I try not to, sometimes it's hard not to look at the stuff, but I try just try to stay away from it. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yep. Um, if yeah. you had any advice to give someone who's on the fence, who's not real sure if they, they want to start their own business on eBay, what advice would you give them? Oh, that's a great question. Uh, a couple things I would think right, right off the bat would be research, research, research. Start finding people on YouTube and just watch them. Um, for me, I think that really pushed me over the edge of like wanting to get out there and do it once I saw other people doing it. Mm -hmm. Uh, but, but it also helped me with, like I started, when I started selling, I was selling women's clothing and I know nothing about women's clothing. (laughs) Oh, me too. I've got women's, like half my inventory is like women's clothing. And before I even started selling, I knew nothing about fashion, nothing. And I'm just (laughs) starting to get all the brands and stuff like that, you know? So it's, it's, you know, there's so many brands and, and, you know, they're high end, low ends and what sells and what doesn't. And yeah, that, that's yeah. definitely good advice is do your research before you even start listing. Yeah, I would say that for sure. And I, I just actually started on YouTube a series of videos called uh, how to get started on eBay with, with 20 bucks. And it's about the bins because I do most of my sourcing at the Goodwill bins now that I'm in Vegas. Okay. So Which one do you would... source at the most? The one off the 15 freeway or North Las Vegas? Uh, off the 15 there on, what is it? Dean Martin, I think Dean Martin Boulevard down South here, just cause it's closer. Right, right off of, to... uh, Blue Diamond, right? Yeah. Yep. Right Blue Diamond. Yep. yep. I haven't even been to the one up North yet, although I hear they might have better stuff, so I should check them out. Um, the last time I was at that one, uh, they, they didn't have that much clothes at that time that had a lot of hard goods and I don't sell too many hard goods, but you know, I try to do kind of balance it out with clothing and hard goods and did at that time there's just nothing but hard goods oh gotcha okay yeah i sell a lot of hard goods too i sell pretty much anything yeah if, um, it, if i can flip it for uh, you know for profit you know i'll sell it <laughs> yeah i'm with you i'm with you yeah and if it's not going to take too much work i've <laughs> right <laughs> i don't like cleaning stuff anymore i used to buy all sorts of dirty stuff and clean it up and right i have some shoes in, in my store and a lot of my the shoes that i find are like sabers or uh, goodwill bins you know and you got to clean them up and you know, that's the worst yeah. thing is cleaning up shoes it's the hardest part 
Uh, I know yeah. we t- kind of touched on it, and and you mentioned a couple of YouTubers. Um, who influenced you to start reselling? Who was like your main influence for you to you know just actually go out and start doing it? Um, probably the, the the there was a couple right off the bat, like Taco Stacks for sure, and he he's very specialized in what he sells. But just seeing that he was out there doing it, right, really really got me going. But then. Um, um, like uh, Rockstar and then the Bin Pickers. Okay, yeah, I know Rockstar Flipper and uh, the yeah. Bin Pickers. Yeah, I know their I yeah. know their YouTube's. Yeah, those three were probably at the beginning were the three that really got me motivated and going. And then from there, I learned about you know all these other people that have helped me. You know, um, like Heart Pickers. I he he does high end clothing, which I don't do, but I watch him all the time because it's just um. I would like to know about it, you know. Yeah, you just want to just keep learning, you know, the you know the trade and learning how to, you know, get the the more you go. Because when I first started sourcing, I was sourcing all you know, all oh, this looks clean or this looks good. I'm gonna go ahead and, and get it. And now that I've been doing it for over six months now, I get more picky about what I want to uh, list on my in my store. Are you the same way? Yeah, absolutely. I. I let everything in at first. <laughs> yeah, I was the same way. I was just like, okay, this looks good. Okay, but then, like my first nineteen listings, and I mentioned this in my other podcast, is was mm-hmm. jeans, which was probably yeah. the worst thing you could do when you first start <laughs> listing on eBay is list jeans because you know, as you know, jeans don't really sell on eBay unless they're really high end jeans. Yeah, I haven't had much luck with jeans at all on eBay. Yeah, it's I don't know what it is with jeans and eBay. They're just like oil and water. <laughs> yeah there's uh who's the guy though who who uh there's a youtuber and that's pretty much all he sells is jeans and shoes yeah i know exactly what you're talking about and like right now i cannot remember his name that's all he does is jeans yeah yeah i know who huh. it is <laughs> okay yeah so i guess you can sell anything but i just haven't had luck with them at all yeah i guess if you just have a like a, a you're just selling everything you know jeans are probably the hardest thing to sell yeah um what was your uh what was your best flip so far Best flip, um, dollar wise, it would have been. Let me think. Probably the pre Duffy. I just sold the pre Duffy uh, teddy bear, which is a Disney teddy bear. Uh-huh. And and actually, I can I can pull it up right here. I think I spent. It cost me three bucks. I bought it at a Goodwill here in Vegas. Okay. And I sold it for. Oh, oh it's not pulling up. <laughs> I took an offer of like two hundred and twenty bucks. Wow. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it was really cool. Um, that was a great flip. And I have how much another. did you pay for it again? I I paid three bucks. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, that was I was super excited. And that's the funny thing about that is I so I just sold that I think last month. And that's an item. If I could have, if I would have wanted to hold on to it, I probably could have got about three hundred fifty bucks come Christmas time. Q four, right? Yeah. But I'd rather have the money and so I can invest it in more stuff. Reinvest it, right? Yep. Yeah, it's uh, sometimes it's it's hard when you're trying to uh, build that capital and you you know, especially with the, uh, you know, supplies when you run low on poly bags and you need you know, uh, thank you stickers and you need you know shipping labels and all that <laughs> stuff on there. You know, so you're like, man, I got to spend the money on this. <laughs> that all adds it up. All adds yeah, up. <laughs> man. Yeah. Um, how many current listings do you have on your eBay? So right now I have 1,633. Nice. Yeah, I'm pushing. 
my goal was to get to 2000 by the end of August. And I'm about a week behind my schedule because of eBay open. I hardly listed anything at all last week, but do you think you'll be able to reach that goal? Uh, it's going to be tough, but I'm going to, we're going to give it a shot. I have what, 32 days. So <laughs> that means I have to put up, Oh, I don't, I don't know how many new listings every day plus one for every that sells. So it'll be close. Yeah. It'll be close. And it's kind of, it's hard too to, for goals when you set goals for yourself and, at the same time, especially if you want to hit like a certain listing goal, and at the same time you're selling stuff and you got to replenish what you sell, and input, mm-hmm. add, you know, extra listings to that. So it, it does, you know, it gets tough. Yeah, it is. But I mean, it's a good thing. It what I'm focusing on now is like efficiency with listing. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things I've done recently is I I have a couple items that I sell a lot of. So like baseball hats and t-shirts men's t-shirts mm-hmm. and so what i've been doing i just started doing this pretty recently is instead of listing stuff right when i get it home from the bins every day i kind of lot it all together and then i'll wait until i get like 20 hats and then i'll list them all on the same day and it just seems to be a lot faster okay yeah so basically just putting like items you know listing those the same day right and uh how many if you uh in a week how many listings do you usually do in a week uh, well, I was doing about 140 a week. Let's see. The week before eBay opened, I did 161. Nice. Um, yeah. So I, what I try and do is I try and do at least 10 every single day, no matter what, with a goal of at least 100 every week. Okay. So that I kind of hold myself to that. Um, and then if I have a day where I don't want to work a whole, whole lot, I'll get my 10 listings up and then relax a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I was listing some stuff before I, I called you and, and I try to, I try to have the same goal. I try to do at least 10 listings and, you know, sometimes it's, it's tough, especially me. I still have a full-time job and it, it, you know, I, I work from, uh, 3 PM to 11 PM. So I have most of the morning, a little bit of the afternoon, to list you know so i you know i still wish i was doing this full time that way i have more time to list and you know and i hear all these you know full-time resellers oh i list you know 200 300 you know a month you know i'm like oh man it takes me like a few <laughs> months to get to 300 you know? <laughs> yeah but i mean you know the grass is always greener because you have a stable income coming in every week working full-time whereas the summer i mean my sales have been all over the place this summer and so yeah, mine, mine are you know, somewhere slow down, but my sales are down too. Yeah, so I mean, for that side, it's good to have good to have the paycheck coming in, I guess. Yeah, that's. Uh, I think I mentioned that in another podcast. Is is uh, if you're new to the game, if you're new to eBay, uh, be prepared for inconsistent sales. They're not going to be consistent. Yeah. But uh, what? Uh, one more time, give us your uh, your uh, Instagram handle again. So my Instagram is thrifterx. It's T H R F T R X. Thrifterx. Okay. Yeah. And then I can give you my my YouTube because my YouTube is just my name. It's not. It's, it's not under thrifterx. No, I tried to, but I really struggled. It took me about two weeks just to figure out how to get onto YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And so I had. When I finally got on, I had like five accounts somehow. And so I just deleted them all. And then I couldn't use the Thrifterx name. So I just used my name. So it's Steven, S-T-E-V-E-N, Covio, C-O-V-I-E-O. 
and that's your YouTube. That's my YouTube, yeah. And I've I've only been on YouTube for about a month. And how many videos do you have out? Uh, I have oh I I'd have to look here. I'd say I probably have almost thirty. And your uh, YouTube videos, what do they consist of? Uh, you going out sourcing at the bins or showing off hauls? So yeah, mostly what I've done are haul videos, and then I do sold videos. Um, but my sold videos, basically I show on eBay what I sold. And then after I show what I sold, I go through a spreadsheet that shows exactly what I paid for the items, how much it cost to ship, how much it cost to pay eBay and PayPal, just to show people like what an average sales price looks like versus what an average net profit price looks right. like. Right, because what you saw is not actually what you get because you got you know, yeah. course, your PayPal <laughs> fees and your eBay fees. And, right, and, right. And, yep. you know, the cost, you know, the cost of the of the item that you bought. So you got to minus that. So, yeah, that's, so we got those. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Okay, your YouTube and your Instagram. Steven, thank you very much for being on the show. I appreciate it. I love uh, interviewing uh, local uh resellers like myself from las vegas uh and good luck to you yeah thanks johnny thanks for having me on all right we'll see you all right take care all right bye-bye bye again i want to thank thrifter x for being on the show uh go ahead and follow him on his instagram under thrifter x Look him up, follow him, uh, follow his journey. Also, he has a YouTube channel, so follow him on his YouTube channel. It's under Stephen Covio. So go ahead and subscribe to his channel, and you can learn a lot from him. And again, thank you for being on the podcast. Hey, I appreciate it. Okay, let's go over weekend sales. Uh, weekend sales were pretty good. Uh, not as well as I expected, and I understand it's summer, summer slowdown. Uh, first thing up is Liz Claiborne denim jeans, uh, Jackie jeans. Uh, I've been in my store forever. Took a best offer of ten fifty. Just wanted to get rid of them, get them out of my store, get them to a new home, and I'll probably never uh, source Liz Claiborne again. Uh, next up is uh, I sold a pair of uh, baseball cleats, Adidas, Addy Zeros Afterburners two point Coco Crisp, it's got the Coco Crisp uh, autographed inside the shoe, uh, his number inside, number four, uh, he used, I, I don't know if he still plays or not, I'm not sure if he's still with the Oakland, Oakland Athletics, but uh, I picked up his shoes at Ross, they were reduced to $8.99, I believe at the time, and I picked them up, listed them for $39.99 been in my store for a good three months and sold them for $39.99 so it's a good flip on that one uh, next up is a AGB dress a women's multicolor sleeveless dress 18 wide which is a plus size uh, dress sold it for $15 and I only had it listed up for maybe a couple weeks if that and it sold for uh, best offer $15 so it was new with tags found it at the uh, Goodwill bins and it was a good good little flip on that one paid less than a dollar uh, next up is JM Collection 
uh, women's checkered blazer. Uh, it's a real, like, 80s, looks like an 80s style check, black and white checkered uh, blazer. Been in my store forever. Why I picked it up, I don't know. It just looked cool at the time. Threw it in the basket. Paid less than a dollar for it. Actually, I got this at the Savers bin uh, here in Las Vegas at Tropicana and Eastern. Savers has a, a superstore, and they have a bins attached to it. So I got that for less than a dollar. Took a best offer of $10. Got rid of it. Off to its new home. Uh, this one is probably my best flip of the week. It's uh, The brand is Steven, Steve and Barry's uh, hockey jersey. Uh, West Virginia hockey. Uh, it's authentic. It's got stitching. West Virginia stitched. West Virginia logo stitched in the front. It's got uh, a generic number in the back. Like I think it's number 99. It's all stitched. It's all authentic. Um, I, I'm pretty much getting more knowledge of what's fake and what's real as far as uh, jerseys go. As far as you know, authentic stitching and you know, when I when I first grabbed it off the off the rack at Savers, you know, it felt heavy. You know, which was a good sign. Uh, the stitching wasn't warped. It didn't look generic. It didn't look cheap. So I went and picked it up. It was like three three forty nine, I think. Savers had it for, and just picked it up, threw it in the basket because I knew it was going to be worth something. And it was in my store for two months, I think, believe it was. I thought I was going to sell a lot quicker. I thought I was going to sell, like, right away, but it didn't. But I knew it was eventually going to sell. So I sold it for $55.99. I paid, uh, the buyer paid full price and shipped it off to its new home. So it was definitely a good flip on that one. Next up, Levi's Tailored Fit Women's Blue Long Sleeve Denim Shirt. Uh, it's a snap button shirt. It's not, you know... Uh, regular button down shirt new with tags got it at the bins goodwill paid less than a dollar uh, buyer paid $29.99 for it so that was a good flip on that one uh, I only had that one up for a month maybe less than that and it sold uh, of course you know it was new with tags it looked good didn't look you know, trashed or, or any holes or rips or anything. Uh, next up is a Mac Studio women's uh, sleeveless blouse. Uh, the upper side, like the shoulder area of the blouse, is, is crocheted, uh, which was unique to me. And so I got, went ahead and picked it up. Uh, Mac Studio is not like a real high-end uh, brand. But uh, uh, just to remind you guys... Uh, Everything I uh, I sold last week, I'm going to put it up on my Instagram. So you, not only can you hear what I sold, you can also see what I sold. Uh, yeah, the blouse sold for $15. Took a best offer. I think I had it up for $16.99. And we're kind of negotiating back and forth. And we agreed on $15. So it was a good flip on that. Paid less than a dollar, of course, for it. So anything at the bins that I mentioned at the bins... It's probably going to be a little over a dollar or less than a dollar. So it's, you know, my ROI, you know, is way up when you get things at the bin. Uh, last thing is Catherine's, a Catherine's brand, women's uh, black sequin, uh, three-quarter sleeve blouse. It's like a long blouse, but it's a plus-size blouse. Uh, 
and um, it sold for $16.99. Uh, buyer paid full price for it. Uh, everything on my listing, I put or best offer. So when a buyer pays what I asking for, I'm happy. I'm happy with with anything I sold because anything I sell is pretty much profit. And sold it for $16.99. And that's pretty much it for my sales of the week. And next up is going to be eBay News. Okay, it's time for some eBay news. Now, there's a couple articles here I think that are very interesting. Uh, first one coming off a website called Mashable.com. Uh, the headline on this article is eBay selects Apple Pay as its first post-PayPal payment option. So now, as we all know, eBay is not using PayPal as their primary transaction uh, company. Uh, they're going to slowly kind of transition away from PayPal and use other forms of transactions. Now, first one is going to be Apple Pay. And Apple Pay uh, will be the first new payment service uh, the site has added since spinning off PayPal. Uh, eBay has continued to support PayPal, which manages transactions for users who select that option. Uh, in the article, however, eBay will start handling a limited number of transactions itself starting in the U.S. and will offer Apple Pay as one of the payment options in those cases. Uh, it goes on to say that, you know, it's, it's going to be good for buyers and to use uh, Apple Pay to pay for the items on eBay. Uh, it goes on to say to Apple Pay becomes an option as a big win, Apple and iPhone users. Uh, they'll be able to use Face ID, Touch ID, and even Apple Watch to authenticate payments. In a statement, Steve Fisher, Senior Vice President of Payments at eBay, quoted as saying, Apple Pay is one of the most ambiguous forms of payment and provides users with an easy, fast, and secure way to pay. Offering Apple Pay as a form of payment on eBay is the first step in providing more choice and flexibility in payment options to our tens of millions of buyers. So what they're doing is Apple Pay is going to be one of the first uh, first things they're going to use to to use instead of PayPal. And they're going to, I'm sure as time comes along, uh, they're going to use other forms of payment on here. So, but Apple, big win for Apple. Uh, looks like they're going to be part of eBay. Which I I think is good. I'm not I'm not bashing it at all. Uh, you know, however forms of payment you can use to buy things on eBay, I think it's better for us as far as sellers. Um, they don't have to rely. Well, we don't have to rely on PayPal. So I think it's good. I mean, the more options buyers have, I think the better. And I, and I think eBay's uh, doing a good thing here. So you know, good for eBay. All right. Next one is off of thenewsandobserver.com. And this one I just kind of ran across because uh, I was looking for uh, just real interesting eBay-related news. And this one was kind of funny but kind of messed up in a way. Uh, it has the guy's picture on here, and the guy just looks like he's been defeated and caught. And 
it's just pretty much a mugshot. Uh, it, article, uh, a Raleigh man, Raleigh, I think it's uh, North Carolina, yeah, Raleigh, North Carolina, uh, man uses, a e, e, uses eBay, sorry, uses eBay to sell stolen medical equipment. Uh, the 28-year-old uh, Raleigh man was indicted on multiple felony counts of mail fraud in federal court this week after he was accused of stealing tens of thousands of medical equipment from his employer and turning it around and selling it on eBay. A federal grand jury handed up a 12-count indictment charging Bill Baez Jr. with six counts of mail fraud and six counts of wire fraud. Uh, Robert J. Higdon Jr., the U.S. Attorney for Eastern District of North Carolina, announced the indictment in a news release Wednesday. Investigators say Baez engaged in a scheme to defraud his, his employer by stealing more than $40,000 worth of medical equipment. After stealing the equipment, turning it around, and he would list it on eBay. Uh, and he actually sold this equipment. Uh, they don't go on specifically to say what equipment it was. But it was around $40,000 worth of medical equipment. Uh, prosecutors think uh, Baez used the U.S. Postal Service to mail the stolen medical equipment to buyers. You can imagine being a buyer and you need some sort of medical equipment and you ended up buying on eBay. And then come to find out, you're going to have some federal investigator come to your house and say, um, that thing you just bought on eBay, that medical equipment, yeah, it's stolen. So we're going to have to, we're going to need that back. So, but it, the article doesn't so, go on to say if the people who bought medical equipment got refunded in any way. But I'm sure I could see the scenario on that. Uh, investigators believe the offenses began in October and continued until January. Uh, police arrested Baez on January 30th. Police recovered several pieces of stolen uh, medical equipment. Some of the items have been packaged for mailing. Uh, Baez could face a maximum of 20 years behind bars if he is convicted of all charges and could face up to $250,000 fine. So he stole over $40,000 worth of equipment and could be fined $250,000. And that's not just for the stolen equipment. I think the $250,000 fine is for the mail fraud and the wire fraud because if he's you know, commit mail fraud, it's a federal offense. And I believe it's a felony. Uh, yep, felony counts. So, just be wary. Don't sell stolen medical equipment through the U.S. Postal Office because it's a federal offense. And uh, I'll put this on eBay. I'll put his his defeated look on on Instagram because he just looks like, damn, I just got caught. And that's pretty much it for eBay News. Up next, lastly but not least, is my weird listing of the week. Now it's time for weird listing of the week. I know you guys all been dying to see what I found this week as far as a weird listing on eBay. And it is weird. I have to tell you right now, it's weird. Uh, again, I'll put the uh, listing on my Instagram. Uh, I rolled across it, and I'm looking at different things on eBay, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's pretty weird, and this one's pretty odd. And rolled across this one, and I said, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and talk about this one because uh, it's weird. <laughs> um, 
here's the description or the title. Alien. And if there's... Uh, before I go any further, I try to keep it family friendly on the podcast. But so it, it's nothing vulgar. It just <laughs> has to do with the anatomy of an alien in a jar. Okay. So <laughs> the title is Alien Testicle in a Jar. Uh, specifically, Alien Testicle in Specimen Jar, Area 51, Sideshow Gaff, Movie Prop, and that's what they're listing as a movie prop. So, UFO Myth Freak. So, they're putting all these keywords in here so people can find the listing on here. And what it is, the, the main photo on here is a little jar with liquid in it with a green alien testicle in it. Um, if you look at it, it just <laughs> it just looks weird. Just this like one testicle inside of a jar. And um, I'm looking at it, and the guy posted to scale. Like he'll put the jar next to a Coke can and, you know, stand it up and have different angles of the testicle. And it just looks weird. But uh, if alien testicles and anything weird alien is your thing, you can go ahead and purchase this one for $39.49. It's a buy it now. He doesn't even offer best offer on it. Um, The seller is Great American Circus Sideshow. And uh, you could probably look up his store, but it's an alien testicle that he's selling. he writes in the description, up for auction is a Roswell alien testicle specimen remains. Still has the sack in it. Do aliens really exist? Could this be proof well, all proof we all been waiting for? This is a great alien sideshow gaffe. I will also include a sticker not showing in the pics. I don't know what the sticker is. Uh, buyer will need to add their own fluid due to the freezing during shipping. Now, when I first read this, and I'm like, freezing? What are they freezing? The testicle? What? Are they going to reattach it to the alien or something? Like, what fluid due to freezing? I don't get it. Um, and it says, please see pics for more details. This is an awesome display, perfect for a museum or any fine collection. I will ship worldwide Pack well, pack well, for safe shipping. You don't want the testicle to get lost in shipping. There is a one-day handling time in most cases before shipping uh, after payment has cleared. Uh, payment due in two days. Any questions, feel free to ask and just don't assume. Thanks for looking. Have a great day. Check out our other items. Now, uh, I usually go into the person's store and check out their other items that they have, and I... This one I just forgot to go to the store, but yep. And alien testicle, guys. If you want one, go to eBay and pay thirty nine forty nine for it, because you'll have your own eBay alien testicle. But that's my weird listing of the week. I want to thank uh, Thrifter X for being on the show. I appreciate it. Good luck to him. Good luck on your journey. Keep on hustling. Uh, and I want to say, uh, on a side note, thank you, everybody, for listening to the show. 
Uh, it's gaining a lot of listeners, which I think is awesome because I am no professional radio host. I don't have any special degrees in communication. I'm just a guy talking in a microphone, talking about my journey as a reseller, talking to other resellers about their journey. And I try to make it informative and entertaining at the same time. And I just want to thank everybody for listening. Thank you for supporting the show. Thank you very, very, very much. Now, one more thing I want to uh, talk about is eBay uh, Open. I did not attend eBay Open. We, uh, Thirthrex uh, and I, we did kind of talk about it a little bit. He did attend. I did not attend. Um, I did mention it in my last week's podcast. But... Uh, I did. If you follow me on Instagram, I put the the James Vanderbeek uh, crying meme on there because all the people I follow, all the resellers I follow on Instagram, a lot of them attended eBay Open. A lot of them I wanted to meet, and I was just like James Vanderbeek in that meme. Bunch of crying, just a crying face. It's like, man, I almost got tickets for it. I wanted to go. I wanted to attend, not just for the workshops, but just to to network with other sellers, you know, and pick their brains and what their niche is and, you know, you know, how, how do they sell and, and what they sell, you know, so I'm definitely going to attend next, next year. I'll be there next year. So look for me when, um, next year's eBay open, come say hi to me, come shake my hand. I love to talk to people. I love to talk to people with the same mindset, the, you know, the same type of, uh, career-minded people who want their own business and who want to run their own business on eBay. You know, it's just, I think, I think it's great that the community is so supportive of each other, you know, and a lot of places you're just competitive with each other, but, you know, everybody supports each other. And that's what I like about, you know, reselling and selling on eBay. And it's everybody just so supportive of each other. So I want to thank, uh, everybody for again listening for the to the show um i'll be at ebay open next year uh i did attend a meetup and it was the most awesome meetup ever it was my first meetup now i'm not i don't want to make the show like longer than it has to be but i I had to mention that the meetup uh was here in las vegas during the ebay open it was at the Gold Spike, and anybody who's listening to the show was there. What's up? Nice to meet you. Um, I'm trying to try to get a couple of you guys on. I know there's a few local resellers that went to that meetup, but the Hustler Hacks and the Hustle Hustlebee meetup was awesome. Um, these guys are popular YouTubers. They do uh, mainly shoes, but these guys are smart. These guys have amazing content on YouTube, and I'm just real big fans. I've been fans for them for a long time, and they had a meetup. I went and shook their hand and told them thank you for you know influencing me to do this, to be a reseller, and they were just the most down-to-earth guys. I mean, just super down-to-earth, and they'll just sit there and talk to you just like, you know, they're just, you know, normal people, I guess. Like, right now, I, like, they're celebrities to me. Like, if you're in a reselling game and you follow people on YouTube and, like, man, I want to meet these guys. You know, just like X was saying, it's like, I just wanted to go and shake their hand and say thank you. And that's exactly what I did at that meetup. You know, I was talking to Hustler Hacks, Glenn. And if you're not following these guys, you need to follow them. 
Hustler Hacks YouTube channel. Subscribe to his channel. Awesome channel. Hustle B, they're a great team. And uh, Hustle B has his own Instagram, so follow him on his Instagram. Hustle B does not have a YouTube. But he's on uh, Hustler Hacks uh, videos all the time. So these two are amazing sellers, and they have so much knowledge, and they're so smart. And uh, these guys are amazing. I can't say enough about them. And uh, what they did do, though, is they did agree to come on the show. And I had to set up a time and a date for them to interview, but I think it's going to be amazing. I can't wait for that show. I can't wait to talk to them and interview them on this podcast. So, guys, keep an uh, ear out for that. But, again, Hustle Hacks Meetup, awesome. Got to chit-chat with other resellers. They gave away prizes. They gave away, you know, merchandise. Awesome, awesome, guys. All right, guys. Thank you very much for listening. Listen to this podcast while you're listening, while you're working out, while you're, you know, walking outside or doing anything where you can throw your headphones on and listen to this podcast. So thank you very much. See you guys next week. Keep on hustling.